0: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are, and I'm so glad that you stayed with the show. This is Jennifer here, and I have a very special treat for you today because I am live with the congregation at the church next door. I hope you can hear their applause because we have a great Church. It's on the west side of Columbus, just off 70 West. I don't know, you can stop by Handel's Ice Cream and get some ice cream if you come to visit us, but we're on the west side, and we will welcome you. We want to meet you, so come say hello. And then I have three guests with us today. I know it's usually one-on-one, but today I have Nicole, I have Amanda, and I have Jennifer right here with us live, and we have been digging deep. If you missed the previous show, go back and listen yesterday, because we were talking about the lows. We were down in the lows of our lives, but today we want to talk about the highs. We want to talk about how we are growing and what we are doing together to serve the Lord. We've been serving God together, part of the women's team here at the church next door, and we've seen God do some amazing things. We've we've seen God heal marriages. We've seen God heal bodies. We've seen, you know, God is real. God is powerful, and he's, his word is up-to-date, it's active, it's living, and we've been studying together the book of Ruth, and if you've been joining us with that, we're so glad because it's a redemption story, and so today we want to talk about how God has redeemed our lives, so welcome back to the show, and I don't know who wants to go first, but someone dive in and just share how God has redeemed your life and what you're doing now to honor him. I can go first. Nicole's going first. I want to continue a little bit. I know last time we kind
1: of talked about my testimony. I kind of have to start there first and just to talk a little bit about the miracle. I know I just said that there was a suicide attempt, but I didn't really talk about what it was. And so I remember that that day so faithfully. um, I was just completely mortified. I went home. I remember writing the uh, the the like the letter to my parents explaining why I was doing what I was doing and I chose the kitchen I don't know why you're not in your right frame of mind I think but I remember getting the knife out and I remember putting the sharp side on my wrist and I remember looking up to the, up you know up to the ceiling up to the heavens and being like God I'm doing this for you because remember. I thought I was a mistake that God messed up, and I was going to fix it for Him. And so I did that. I sliced as hard as I could, and I looked up, and I was still in the kitchen. And I was like, "Heaven looks like kitchen, you know." And um, and when I looked down um, on my wrist, there was no blood, and it was just like kind like this red streak. And I was like, "What in the world?" And I looked in my right hand, and the knife was upside down. I kid you not. And like at that moment, like that was like when I like get to tell the story, I'm like, oh my goodness. How old were you? I was almost 13. Mm. And I, but that was. It was such a really like, just such a redeeming thing, but at the same time, in that moment for me, it tailspinned me more because I was like, "Wow, I'm even so worthless I can't even kill myself," and so that started some cutting and things like that, and I had no friends, and and I. Where I first met Jesus was actually at a conference and the the pastor was just talking about how I could have a friend in Jesus. And that was a new concept. I had never heard that in the 13 some odd years that, you know, I had grown up in the church. And um, and so, yeah, I was like, I want to be a friend in Jesus. And so when I went back to school, that was in the summer between seventh and eighth grade. And when I went back to school, I still got made fun of. I still have those things. But you know, there was this just, just this newness about me and whatnot. And um, it really, you know, honestly, the whole, and I won't go into it because obviously I don't have time, but just this whole idea of like loneliness and having friends and things like that was something that, Really didn't really didn't come to fruition until I came here to Columbus, and uh, met some really uh, great friends of of the faith, and we we call ourselves actually the Sisterhood. But um, but you know this 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 for me the whole thing was just that friend in Jesus, and I know sometimes he can be much much more, but for me that's just one thing that I always know that I have. I have that companion in the lord and no matter what i go through no matter what struggle no matter what there is like he's always there he's he's right there um and yeah
0: it seems to me there's a theme of needing one another and just this deep personal relationship with the lord that he's not distant or far off but god is real and he's with us what about you amanda and jen how do you
2: serve the lord Um, so to go on a little bit about, um, for my last story, um, the Lord had a plan. And once again, I think I know what I'm doing and he tells me no. And in his plan, it was for me no longer to be at Walmart. Um, I was at spring up a woman's conference that we had a few years ago. Yes, that was so much. It was amazing. So many beautiful women all across the city, just worshiping God and learning at the same time. It was great. So we were in the um, middle of worship, and I hear, I hear a voice tell me, this is going to be a part of your testimony. Because at that point, I'm still trying to figure out this testimony thing. What, what are you talking about? Like, I don't have a story. I'm kind of boring, even though I've been told lots of times, you, you got a story you need to tell. So hi, here I am. Um, <laughs> but with that, I found out the next day, literally the next day, that I no longer had a job. And instead of freaking out like I did the last time, I had a sense of peace. I knew that it was going to be okay. I didn't know how it was going to be okay, but I knew that I wasn't alone and that I had a strong foundation. I have a supportive husband. I know that we were going to be okay, and I knew that was the Lord. Um, and from the time that this had happened the first time I'm going, okay, God, I got to thank you. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to go and I'm going to serve you because I wish I had all the money to give you, but I don't. So I decided to get involved in everything because I'm a little bit of Martha. If you couldn't figure it out and Martha and Mary, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, really? Okay. So I went and I, I go and do a lot of different things because I'm trying to figure out what it is. What's my gift? We always hear about this gift thing. So I, I go, and I'm part of the women's ministry, and I was very honest with Jennifer. I said, I don't know if this is going to be for me, but I'm here to try and see how it is, and now I have a special spot in my heart for women, um, which before the Lord, that wasn't a thing, to be really, really honest. Um, and then also I help lead a small group, which has helped me to learn ahead in the Bible and how to help other women with whatever they have going on. I, I have that teacher Gift, so I love to teach stories of the Bible and things of that nature, and it's just been incredible. You're such an
0: encourager, Amanda, and that you know you kind of underplayed how what a dip that really was. I mean, that was such a huge thing, but yet God warned you. I almost think about how you know God in the Bible He warns them in a dream or He tells them ahead of time, "Yeah, go here, go there. This is going to happen." And you were so close
2: to the Lord; He told you, "Hey." And I, did, I had no idea what it was because I had put so much of my identity in my job. I'm not going to lie. It, it was who I was. It was everything. All my friends were from my job. Everything. That's how I even met Alexis. It was through work. And so not knowing that there could be other things, my now ex-husband um, had told me, you know, you need to find friends and figure this out. And I was still in the zone to not realize it. And it did help sacrifice my marriage. But the Lord took care of me there. He, and I wasn't even close with him at that point, but he – I knew that my husband that I have now was a gift from God and that it was to show me how I was supposed to be treated, and it's amazing. Um, but just I, – I lost my train of thought there. No, you're um, great.
1: You're fine. But it
2: was my identity, and to find out that I didn't need that identity because I knew who I was now in Christ – And that is so important because you'll find out that it's still not about you at that point. It's about him, but how you can serve him, and you'll find out so many more pieces of yourself. And I found, as I peeled away that onion and that identity, so many old parts of myself that I'm just so grateful that I have. And that's all from the Lord.
0: And, you know, we don't have to be perfect. We just start going and growing, and
3: and God works out the healing of our past, doesn't he?
2: Yes. What about you,
0: Jennifer?
3: that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my goodness, like, yeah, no one is ever perfect. Let's just be honest. No one is. And so right now is a very busy season of my life. But as far as um, that redeeming nature of God, I am literally like involved in a study on James right now, which is Mm -hmm. wonderful. I'm involved with the Ruth group here, which I love. Um, I'm even doing a marriage uh, class with my husband somewhere else. And we are just learning so much, but I'm diving into the Bible in all these different areas. And it's still teaching me something every single time I dive in every single time and so um, we even sang a song at church today and one of the one of the lines was your goodness is running after me Mm. and all I can picture is that is that no matter how many times I dig into the Bible that's what I'm going to get God's goodness is literally running after me and I love it
0: Oh, it's so good, Jen. (laughs) He's such a redeemer, isn't he? Mm -hmm.
3: Oh, and you have such a beautiful family.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Two cute little boys. I love it. God is good. Yes. Well, is there anything else you all want to share? We have about 30 seconds left. Give them an encouragement. I think I just want to encourage
1: someone out there who also, um, we heard from both Amanda and Jennifer about God giving them their, their husbands and their spouses and all of that. And I am a, almost 35 I'll be 35 and I'm still single so I just want to encourage like anyone who might be listening out there who's still waiting or whatever it may be like just continue to keep your eyes up like and the you know it's not so much like for me at least what I've learned like it's not so much about kind of goes back to my whole he's you know he's my friend um that that, you know Jesus is my friend my companion but like and Amanda said that earlier too you know Jesus can be your husband type kind of thing but just just encouragement out there like you're not the only one, right? No matter what your age is, no matter where you're at, no matter what your past was, um, and that he just got you. Like, he has you. I don't know. if That's probably bad English, but, you know, but he's
0: got you. He's got you. He's got you, girl. He's got we you. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be.
2: Simply be with God.